The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Made an Advice Show for the Modern Era. I am your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Start spreading the news. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm leaving today. I want This is Travis down in the corner of your screen. You've probably noticed Justin sounds a little bit different and he's singing. Well, These Justin has made his way to New blues. York City, the Big Apple, Flow. and the, the big, stars the big Snapple, even the Big Snapple. The stars, they're in his eyes. His dreams, they're finally coming New through, and he's decided to pursue his dreams of stardom, of joining the Great White Way. He wants to be the whitest person on the White Way. It's up to and you. If anyone can do it, Justin, Justin, let me stop you right there. It's, it sounds good. Don't Sounds use it all up. Use it all. Don't the use day. it all up. I got to. I got to know. Do you have you prepared a tight two? Yeah, I have a. Um, I have a uh, monologue. I have a comedic, and I. Have I'm not asking dramatic. about your monologues. I want to know if you've prepared a tight two for me. If not, I turn on your heels, do a plie on your heels, and get the fuck out of here. I have two contrasting monologues. One is comedic. One is dramatic. I didn't ask you about your monologues. Do you have two? I want to hear you sing two notes. Oh, tight two, two. two a tight two, a tight two notes. And I, you bet, you only got two. So blow me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Sarah, there. No, that's it. That was perfect. Thank you. Now we can move on to the monologue phase of the audition. Hold on one second before we move on to the monologue phase of the audition. Jeffrey, Steven, get out of here. You're done. You're done. Get out of here. Your twos were too loose. Those you you got loose twos. twos. You got loose twos. Get the hell out of here. Michael, get them out of here. Michael Cerberus, get them Sorry, out. I had- I had to get Michael Servers to throw them the hell out of here, right on their ear, right onto the Great White Way. And it's made out of gravel, so it's going to hurt their ears. Huntington, West Virginia's own Michael Servers, our favorite son, our favorite Broadway star, who's also the observer. He's here, and he's here to give you some encouragement. Do it for us, Justin. (laughs) Mark Mark McVeigh, I should mention, is also a Huntington beloved. Yeah, I'm here, too. It's me, Mark McVeigh, Justin. Mark McVeigh. And I'm I'm Sister Beth. Oh boy, and let me just tell you, you got the tightest two I've experienced ever. You've been working out to get you to that time? Yeah, no. tight ass two. None of this is right. None of these character voices are correct. Alright, Justin, hit me with those monos, my boy. Okay, uh, I have prepared three monologues, a comedic, a dramatic, and a... Um, uh, uh, I love it. I love it. I love your voice, I love your style, I love your tight little body. And a classical monologue. Um, so uh, the my uh, dramatic my dramatic monologue is from um, 
the a uh, a really super duper serious part of Ten Things I Hate About You. Okay. My comedic monologue is from a um like sort of a funnier part in Ten Things I Hate About You. And my nice. classic monologue is of course from um it's from Ten Things I Hate About You, which is based on Tammy of the Shrew. So I have Excellent. sort of all the range of Perfect, um, perfect film, perfect trio, perfect triad. I tell okay. you what though, I only want to hear your favorite of the three, because we've only got an, an hour. So this is um, my. This is the scene, of course, when Julia Stiles is talking to. I love her. Fletcher. I found her. I picked her from the briar patch. And put her up on that her. great white way. I adopted her and I raised her. She was sick. She had two broken arms and legs, four broken limbs total, and I nursed her back to health from my breast. Uh, I've prepared just a short selection from one scene when Julia Stiles. Is talking to uh, as Cat Stratford is talking to Cameron James, placed by of course. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, which I will breastfed him too. Go on, breastfed him too. Okay, I'd just like to jump into the scene from Ten Things I Hate About You right now. <clears throat> it's a short scene, but uh, I, I hopefully you're going to enjoy it. Spin it up, baby. Okay. <clears throat> Number seven, the way you order at restaurants. Number eight. Justin, can I stop you there? stupid hair. Yes, of course. Um, Sorry. I want to tell you 10 things I loved about that. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) That's one. Now, Justin, I got to tell you, you got the perfect look for the part we're casting today, which is, of course, Jeff, yeah, on a new (laughs) musical that we've written together. Me and Travis have written together called Fiddler on the Ground. We had a lot of insurance issues. We did. He was really super high up there. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you because I feel like honesty is the most important part in a director-actor relationship. We've lost a few Jeffias. They've fallen. They have done plump fell right the fuck off that roof right onto the. Why were they on a roof? (laughs) Um. Why is there a roof in in your sequel, Fiddler on the Ground? No, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. We've changed. Uh, we've adapted. Changed I'm gonna it. be honest. Okay. It's note for note, word for word, exactly the same. Except for all references to roofs have been struck from the record, <laughs> and it's a much more it's a much more terrestrial production. So this is but Justin, this is sort of like when they changed. Uh, uh, this is sort of like when they changed Spider Man Turn Off the Dark to Underwear Man, the punching genius. <laughs> so they got rid of all the swinging, and it was just a man in his underwear, in his long underwear, yeah. punching people, and he was great at it. Exactly. Now, Justin, exactly. real quick, before we give you the part, and I am right, right. Oh, on, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm right on the edge. Right, we on got the edge. a lot more people to see. I want to ask you the same question I ask every Jeffia in Fiddler on the Roof, and that is oh. this: Sorry, oop, oop, Fiddler oop. on the ground. He, he is on the ground. Fiddler on the ground. Can you shake it? Uh, yeah. Uh, my problem is is trying not to break it. That's my problem. Is I could shake it, shake it. But then well, we I have had insurance it, issues, so we do right, need you to guarantee that you will not that, break it. I have to tell you that it's actually very disappointing, Justin, because all of the Jeffias we've had so far have exhibited uh, a proclivity toward breaking it. it I do being ha- everything. I do have experience with this sort of Broadway production. Uh, I was in. I don't know if you saw. It was a very limited run called uh, "Into the Weeds" because mm-hmm. the trees kept falling on people. Yeah. So they got rid of those, and it was just uh, tall grass where people learn things about fairy tales and life. We did a production. <laughs> we did a production of uh, "Who's Afraid of Virginia?" Puppy because the wolves. <laughs> sure. We had a really hard really time controlling it. the wolf. 
on uh, stage. So we I was replaced. I was in a production called uh, Some Things Goes. Like, yeah, uh, where because we had a lot of problem with some substance abuse and yeah. a lot of pregnancies, and then we had to say, okay, not anything goes. Yeah, yeah. some things goes. Hey, hey, the, the subtitle: some things go. Hey, hey, keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> I produced the Spider-Man musical. Travis produced the Spider-Man musical, but the when back in the original days when it was good, when it was risky, when it was brave, when it was deadly, when it starred the Flying Walensky brothers. Oh. That was a thrilling production, I bet. Who are are those people? Listen, I just want to get out of here, and I want to say, you got the job, but unfortunately, theater is dead. Theater's dead. No, a theater can't be dead. Just died. Just died. Well, it died along with the third (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh, no, we lost another one? Well, we lost 16, but after the third one is when we really had to rein it in. I was in a production called Singing in the uh, the Fog, because there's a lot of (laughs) slipping. Yeah, and a lot of people were falling, and that was. God, a, I remember th- I was there. I was in the th- uh, third row. I got really great seats for opening night. Couldn't see a thing. Right, I loved it. I loved it though. Um, it's yeah, very conceptual, that- very sexual. It was the sexiest production since Some Things Go. It was hey, very conceptual. It was conceptual, I would say. Um, there was also there was one other I was in. I th- there had a lot of issues with shootings on stage. It was uh uh, uh Annie get your Nerf crossbow. Yeah, um, sure. And that, that was not that was soundly critically drubbed, I yeah, would yeah. say. And Do uh, Tom Lopat. Now I saw one called <laughs> it was called Paint Your Wagon, but hey, watch it with the lead based stuff, partner. Yeah, sure. And because they did have a lot of there was Paint some, Your uh, Wagon some, bright yellow so we can see it coming so no one gets run over anymore. Right. Uh okay, so I guess we should start the podcast. This is as you've certainly gathered. I saw one advice. <laughs> saw one no hold on i saw one and it was just called juliet because the the catalyst for that whole thing was their romance just take that out of the equation and it's just a nice play about some family stuff uh a lot of parents were complaining about the fan of being too spooky so i mounted the guy in the sheet in the opera under the sheet though under the sheet horribly burned oh yeah. my god head to t- head to dick just burned <laughs> all the way up um all right so are we ready to to, like to tim- like a tempura eggplant, just completely burned. Just really bad. Okay. My girlfriend and I are about to embark on a cross-country move, Washington, D.C. to Seattle. We're excited about the trip, but the prospect of 50 hours in the car is a daunting one. What are some things we can do while we drive to keep ourselves from going totally bonkers? That's from Trapped in a Toyota. Now, Travis, I would guess you probably have the most experience of the three of us with, like, super long hauls. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, real talk, the best thing I can advise is, like, make yourself stop for, like, meals. Teresa and I got into a bad habit of, like, kind of going, oh, we'll stop the next place we see. Oh, are you really hungry? And then pretty soon, like, we'd miss lunch and it'd be, like, 3 o'clock. And that just makes you really crabby and makes you, like, really, like, eh. So, like, eat at regular times. And also, at a certain point, I, I'm the type of person who always likes to make good time on a drive. But at a certain point, if you're driving, you know, 50 collective hours, schedule in breaks. Like, say, like, you know, every two and a half hours, they're going to get out and stretch our legs or something. Because, man, sitting in the car, even for, like, six hours, knowing you have, like, another four or five hours in the day and then another 40 after that, it can get pretty mind-numbing. I, um... I kind of love taking trips, like, in a plane or in a car, as long as I'm not driving. Driving's kind of a bummer. Then, like, the only thing you can do is listen to podcasts, and guess what? Dummy, you're already doing that. 
Um, but if you're not driving, I mean, that is why God made Pokemon. Like that, like I get psyched to get on a plane and like, oh shit, time to fire up, fire up the the Game Boy. I say Game Boy there is like sort of a catch all for all handheld gaming consoles. Sure, you get my sure. Point. Have you heard of Pokemon? Because it's gonna change you on the road. You think what this person needs is Pokemon? They need yeah, it's hard Pokemon. to know where to start. I really like X and Y. Um, no, you got to start old school. You got to start red and blue. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think X and Y did a pretty good job of including maybe the people who haven't played it before. It's a pretty good entry point. For being honest, uh, you, I mean, you probably don't want to, uh, you probably don't want to do this if you're driving, though. I mean, I, I think that that's kind of a crummy nah. move in a two person long haul. If one person fires up the Game Boy, I think. Well, that's you take turns. Crummy. You take turns driving, you, and then you it's call like, call out what move should I use? Yeah, what do you want me to use? Razor Leaf? No, don't use Razor Leaf. You're fighting a Charizard, idiot. Idiot. Get out of the car. I'm going alone now. I knew I should have <laughs> gone alone this whole. Leave the 3DS though. Leave the 3DS. Start to set it on the dashboard. Set it on the dashboard. We're three badges deep, Deborah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming if you're going to Seattle, you're basically just driving to see our live show there. Uh, bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Seattle. Uh, for tickets, still plenty of great seats available. Next but week. I, that's inadvised. Oh my God. Don't put it like that. Ha <laughs> It's next it. week. What's up? God, you suck. Um, that's not because I'm not looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be off the chain and off the hook. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, enjoy the scenery as you drive across this great land of ours. You're gonna see a lot of stuff, a lot of deserts, maybe mountains, maybe Grand Canyon, sure. or you could miss the Grand Canyon like I did, or you could stop at every Cracker Barrel you see, even if you're not hungry, even if you just stopped at a Cracker Barrel two hours before and buy a licorice candy in every Cracker Barrel in the United States. Oh, that's fun. And then you could, maybe get like a um, book on tape. I recommend the Q Continuum. It was a great one our dad made us listen to a couple times, based in the Star Trek universe, <laughs> all from the point of view of Q. Dad seemed to get that from every Cracker Barrel we stopped at. Hey, you know it's where you know I have we haven't listened to in a while. What's Q up to? I wonder. Let's <laughs> check in with our old buddy Q. <laughs> the best thing is you um, get it from one Cracker Barrel. You can turn it back in at a different Cracker Barrel that you'll stop at two hours later. Dad was Dad was essentially a Q continuum delivery man. He was yeah. a Q. He was a Q courier. I got your shipment. There's, there was one in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they, the people working there were like, "Why the hell do we have 415 copies of the Q continuum audio book, and no other Cracker Barrel in the country has any?" Well, I'll tell you why. Mac McElroy. He had to catch them, them all. He caught them all. He caught every uh, single one of them. You could um, you could spend the entire trip writing an album of parody songs, then really like get deep into them and spend so much time on them that you think that they're really good. And then when you get to Seattle, just play it for the first person you find and look and look them dead in the eye and just say, "Is, is this anything? <laughs> is, this <laughs> is, this, is this something? I haven't. I like. Is this something? Are we? It, like, did we make anything?" And maybe it, maybe thing? it won't work out this car trip. And maybe it won't no. on the next car trip. But the third car trip, it'll definitely work out. That's how Weird Al Yankovic did it. That song, Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota, he third. wrote that on, on one of his, tri- his third trip. He was third like, trip. wait a minute, I've got it. You really hone it down by the third trip. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Uh, yeah, that please. would be great, Griffin. Thank you. This Yahoo was sent in by Colin Bailey. Thank you, Colin. It's by Yahoo Answers user Dorian G who asks. Now, Griffin, are you sure? Because Colin Bailey does not sound like any of the three people we normally get our <laughs> Yahoos from. No, I know. I know. I'm very uh, this confused is, this and I'm is, scared. This is proof. I read all the Yahoos. I, I'm, I'm not. Neg- I'm, it's not laziness. I'm not neglecting everyone. It's just they're that good. Colin Bailey, though, managed to worm his way in here. Congratulations, Colin. 
It's by Yahoo Answers user Dorian G. Already said that. A little drunk. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm drinking an Austin Wait, this East is why Siders. we. That's why Original. we don't do. Yeah. Evening record. I'm doing drinking a giant Omagong Abbey Ale, eight point two percent. It's the best I had. The Dwayne Reed. You guys are doing great. Yeah. I want whiskey, but I couldn't find a liquor store in New York. There aren't any. Yeah. That's completely dry city. Clean Thanks. living. Thanks, Bloomberg. Um, Dorian G asks, handshakes. Should we just get rid of it? <laughs> Maybe there is something to shaking hands when you have to make a deal. For me, at any rate, shaking hands with a stranger is just awkward. I especially hate the idea that you have to give an especially firm handshake. It can be painful. What's your view of handshakes? Update. Anyone else hate shaking hands with people? We've talked about handshaking, like, technique a lot. Um, yeah. So I don't want to get into, like, how to give a good handshake, because I don't want to repeat. Um, but yeah. hands- ha- handshakes, should we just get rid of it? No. And I'll tell you why, Griffin. If we're going to do a little point counterpoint here, I'll be pro-handshake. Um, when you meet a new person, right, you have a conversation with them. I'm the type of person I always want to go in for the hug, right? But you never know how the other person is going to react to that. You but if we abolish hand- if we abolish handshakes, though, then you have to hugging is no, you're seeing it wrong. Hugging is now the only option. No, Griffin, because you you throw that hand out there and then they go uh and hug you, or they shake your hand. You've made some kind of physical contact. You've established, like, I enjoy your presence, too. And then the next time you see him, you hug. But the handshake is, like, a really great, like, I like you before you say I love it's you. A, it's an RSVP to a future hug. Exactly. I love Without that, shoulder. everybody's just hugging left and right. First time Save the, the, the hug. First time I met my father-in-law, shook his hand, firm, looked him right in the eye. I said, save the hug. <laughs> next time I flew in, saw me at the airport. Dropped my bag, ran in, jumped into his arms, embraced him for two and a half minutes. And and he we we left the embrace and he looked at me and he's like, I'm glad you prepared me. I'm glad you warned me about that. I was like, Yeah, man. A few mu- you got a few months to prepare. He's like, I needed him. <laughs> What's really ready for? I did some I did some CrossFit to get ready for that hug. I was like, Good. Yeah, I noticed the delts for Just sure. Good. Good. <laughs> for sure. Handshakes, handshakes, should we just get rid of it? I like that. You sell your drum set to somebody on Craigslist, and it's like, well, bye. There's nothing nothing in between. The void will be filled. By what? If you abolish handshakes, it's going to become like you kick each other's feet, right? Or like you just rub your shoulder blades together. Something will establish like you rub your big, bald, cone-shaped heads together, only applicable to cone heads. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag only applicable to Coneheads. Hashtag Coneheads only, please. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get some new hashtags going. We gotta um, get that heat built back up. I that like cone, f- that Conehead heat. I like the idea of doing foot stuff. <laughs> yeah, That's a great like quote. Kicking. That's a wonderful yeah. pull quote for this episode. No, I like it because we don't. I don't have any kind of fetish, but I like the idea of uh, what's it called in uh, Cat's Cradle. The Bokanons, they touch their feet together. That always seem really nice. That always seem real nice to me. Yeah. We don't do enough, we don't do enough touching of each other's feet. I'm not saying I want to like kiss them or smell them or squeeze them together or something like that. I just, just touch my foot to your. You know what the nice thing is about that? When someone shakes your hand and they squeeze too hard, there's no visible evidence. Like there's Ah. no one watching going, hey, he squeezed too hard. But if you're swinging your foot, People can watch and go. Oh, he was trying to dominate with that. Did you see how hard he's? Well, and also it doesn't. It, here's here's the situation. I come up to you, Travis. We've just met. 
I go in for the handshake, but you see my arm extend out, out just one degree too much, and you think it's a hug, and you go in for the hug. Oh, shit, that's the worst moment of both of our lives. If I come at you foot extended, no confusion at all. No confusion well, at all. Well, there, but he's there's coming. awkward hopping. Yeah, there's awkward hopping, but there's, you, you're not going to confuse a, 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 a broken on foot touch, a foot kiss, with a with a hug. It's just not going to happen. Where does this start? How do you light? How do you become the one small candle in the darkness that ignites the inferno of people touching their feet? Together? As far as as far we're, as we're as gonna I know, have to pay viners. Yeah, I don't even think it's Viners. I think I write one guest post on BuzzFeed, and yeah. then like all of a sudden it's a thing. Because that's did you know that people who write shit for BuzzFeed they don't. It doesn't have to be real things. You can breathe things into existence. It is a it is a, a, a fusion device that you can just think into and things it's manifest. A, it's a it's a will engine. It's a fucking matter compiler. You just sure. think into it and it manifests in real life. I get a, a a job at BuzzFeed tomorrow. I write a post. Things you'll never believe. Kiss your feet to other people's feet. Make your feet kiss. And then it's the whole craze. Especially when Justin some, Long's doing it. Get what a is celebrity a- endorsement, you know, you'll never believe how good Kim K and Beyonce touched feet yeah. at the premiere of Paul Blart 3. And that even be- Steve Buscemi's touching feet. Yeah. Even even old Buscemi. He said he would never touch feet with another foot. But look at him now. Yeah, I, I just, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get that Buscemi bump. Feels good. I'm a guy that a lot of people try to hug. And then there's no confusion now. Come here. Give me a foot kiss. You think foot kiss? That's better than touching feet. Because if you say in a headline, Steve Buscemi loves to touch feet, that guy doesn't need that press. He's no, a hero. He doesn't. He's a good, he, good actor. He He's a good actor that was a, is also, when he heard that 9-11 happened, he didn't rush away from the disaster. He Whoa. got his gear and went down to the site and got busy. Got that really heavy like, all of a sudden. That sounds like a joke. On I'm saying, yeah, especially my appreciation level for fucking national hero steve hero actor steve buscemi and he did not want any press about it he didn't make a big nope. deal about it he just did it because it was his duty yeah a lot of people don't know this you've been pronouncing his name wrong your whole life it's actually buscemi <laughs> a lot of people don't listen things about steve buscemi <laughs> That's a fun. Welcome to Bushimi Bros. Nope. Bushimi. Bushimi Bros. And there's a, nope, you're still doing it wrong. I'm sorry. There's a brief, there's a, there's a coda in there, a TSL coda. You got to really. Yeah, there you go. Oh, like I started to say a word and then halfway through changed it to a different word. Yeah. Bushimi. And if you got to swallow the U. Bushimi. I did it too hard. Sorry. I did it too hard. And by the way, Steve, anytime you want to come on the podcast, have your people talk to our people. We we don't have to talk about your heroic work. We can talk about Trees Lounge. I don't care. We're here, Steve. We're here. We're here. We've always here. been here. I would say I would say hit us up on Twitter, but like, there's no way you fucking use Twitter. You're the coolest dude ever. Read this next question. <sighs> How do I get my friends to play Dungeons and Dragons with me? I've asked them if they wanted to play D and D before. I bought the handbook and dice. They all said yes. I bought the stuff. When I tried to arrange a session. They keep coming up with excuses. That's from Kieran. I think it's obvious. You start a D&D podcast with them? No, you need to spring it on them. You oh, need to ambush them with good times. You're you're saying a full-blown to catch a dungeon master? I'm saying that if you sit there and go, let's play some D&D, and they're like, oh, well, I can't. But if you're like, I'm going to throw a 
five person party rager at my house. But if they they walk in their house with a bottle of Arbor Mist and you say, "Why don't you have a seat? I want to talk <laughs> to you about some stuff." Uh, have you thought about a name for your halfling cleric? And they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just here to party." You know, a lot of people don't know this, but the movie The Game is actually about Sean Penn trying like an elaborate plan to get his brother, his brother. Michael Douglas to play <laughs> D&D with him. At the end of the movie, there's a deleted scene where he whispers in his ear like, you just LARPed. I just made you LARP. <laughs> this whole thing's been LARPing. And Michael Douglas this is like, is... oh shit, if I LARPed, I can definitely play D&D. If I've crossed that threshold. Right. Roll me up a sheet, bruh. Here's a, I, so I had a lot of friends in Cincinnati who were not necessarily like into the idea at first, but then when like I got them into character creation, which is for me the most fun part of D and D, yeah, like then all they wanted to do was play. You know, what it's I mean? harder but, now though because they don't have that awesome app that just like makes the shit for you. Yeah, I do miss that. I miss that shit. Like joking aside, like that's how you do it. That's how we got going. That's how we got people going. Like it's it's. It's that's the hook for D and D. As soon as you get somebody to make a character, that's it. They'll want to play it because they Cause, really get invested in that character, right? They're like, oh, I put a lot of thought and time into like their name and background and shit. I, like, I guess maybe you could like make it for them a little bit, but leave it open for them to change it. Just be like, hey, I made this thing because I think it'd be like what you would want to do. do. Do you like this? I drew you a, a guy. Do you could be that guy if you wanted to be that guy. You could be anything. The problem um, is, is it can be really intimidating for first time people because it seems like there's so much shit to learn. But really, like you say, I want to do blank and roll a dice. But like until you actually get them to sit down and do that, it seems like really intimidating because of all the chick tracks that tell them it's of the devil. Right. I don't think that's, that's what's one, scaring people off. That's what's scaring well, people off. I think it's that Tom Hanks movie. It's probably that Tom Hanks movie. That shit's fucked up. I'm talking about Captain Phillips. <laughs> this is the best way to describe D&D to people. You remember pretending as a child? Well, imagine one guy there had the ability to say, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, you can't pretend that. Don't pretend that. How dare you? Let roll me this check dice my scene. pretend book. Oh, sorry. You oh, have sorry. to roll a ten pretend or better. Can, can you pretend different? Can you pretend a different thing? Can you imagine better? There's nothing or else to pretend in this room. It's time to move on. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> not so fast how could you swim that you couldn't do that i'm gonna train charlie when she's pretending with her friends like if one of them like swings a foam sword and is like i blasted you with my laser my lightsaber i don't want her to train her and just be like no you didn't let me check the um, book. let me check the book real quick no you didn't i just oh, you're negative one in charisma you didn't do shit steve you didn't convince me anything that's not lava <laughs> Look at it. It's absolutely at not it. lava. That is definitely carpet. I'll listen. If it was lava, I'd, yeah, I'd be right there with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's not lava though. Pretend not something lava, else, no. please. You want pre We can pretend it's hardwood. It's carpet. Like I can stretch. I'll meet I can you meet halfway. You, I, can, I can meet you halfway. Let's go to mine. Let's talk about the internet and websites. I hate it, and I wish it never existed. What if it was easier and better and you liked it? Like, Whoa. Like, if all the people on it, if I could ch control and choose each individual person, I could be like, Mark, yeah, you can be on the internet. What if you could control, like, one itty-bitty tiny corner of it that was all yours that only Griffin could live in? Could I? That just sounds like a book. But it's a book that other people can look at from all across the world. 
AOL. <laughs> okay. What have we done? Harness the power of keywords. I was trying to get to Squarespace. <laughs> okay, get there better. Why do Imagine I have better. to be the guy who says the thing? You guys say it. Imagine better. Imagine if you could make a page, but not just any page, a web page that people can see and click on. <laughs> do you have a mouse you're trying to break in? Well, if we got something to click on for you, it's called Squarespace. It's an all-in-one clicking hub where people can click anywhere on it, and it takes them to goods and services and perhaps some entertainment. <laughs> this page has everything. Click, click anywhere click, you click, want. Click the click Squarespace it story. Click it till your mouse don't make no more noise. Squarespace. <laughs> click it until you've destroyed your mouse with your clicking. Click the right, click the clicking right out of your mouse clicker noise making device. Hey mother, site. Click. hey, mother clicker. For real, though, My Brother, My Brother Me is, is sponsored by Squarespace this week. Uh, it's an all-in-one website platform. You can make professionally designed websites regardless of your skill level without any coding. You can start a free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. Just use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And it is beautiful. Some beautiful sites I've seen. From the Squarespace High, engine. Highly clickable. I would highly, say. Highly, highly clickable. Highly clickable. All the clicks. Now, what if you're trying to get a bunch of people to click all at the same time? Three, two, nope. No, Mark? They, this okay, episode, wait, I feel like, clicks. has been half me yelling at imaginary people. Those are my favorite episodes. Okay. Uh, what if I did want to get a bunch of clicks going at the same time, Travis? Well, if you want to get a bunch of clicks together, let me recommend Basecamp. A lot of times I feel like clicking something, and I don't know where to click. I don't know what to click. I just go to Yahoo and just start clicking anything that will have me. But well, please, that's a mistake, any, Justin. Any, any port in a storm. That's <laughs> you me. click on Grey's Anatomy Recap, and it's like, no, no. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> don't click me right now, Justin. I'm busy. I'll tell you what <laughs> Meredith and company are up to in a bit, but I'm busy right now. I have to check my webmail. Well, Basecamp is a service that allows you to coordinate with people wherever they are. That way you can all work towards a common objective, common goal, no matter what your role is, no matter what your responsibilities are. It lets you finish the project together easier. Too often in this world, you're working with people that are spread out, not only throughout the country, but even throughout the world. But Basecamp uh, runs on the cloud and has secure servers, and you don't have to mess around with anything that's too confusing. Because, let's face it, I don't know how the cloud works. But Basecamp makes it easy, so you don't have to worry about it. And because you're a listener of My Brother, My Brother and Me, you can try Basecamp absolutely free for two months. And that's plenty of time to get all of your clicks out uh, before you head off to college. So go to Basecamp.com <laughs> slash my brother. Also, if you go to that web address, you'll find some um, some custom art featuring uh, a beloved My Brother, My Brother, Me character and the little guy from Basecamp. It's, it's very a be- cute. It's really, really beautiful and, and also haunting. Um, I got a message here for Morgan Harpster, and it's from Chicago, the city that never sins. Forgives. Oh, <laughs> I like yours better. Uh, Chicago says to Morgan Harpster, I know that this year has been crazy and not always in a good way, but not only is the weather getting nicer, but you have that great new milk addiction to spend your time on. You're a great friend and a better Mabim Bam fan, and I'm sure hearing the brothers talk about you will make your day. Boy, that'd be a sad state of affairs hearing us three chumps. As you sip on room temperature milk. Just sip on room temperature milk and you hear three chumps just whisper your name into the darkness. 
And you feel you, a shiver of joy for the first time in months. And you get a. Do you guys get a hot rod? <laughs> do you guys ever? Do you guys ever get deep into milk? You ever like go for a glass of milk? Maybe you don't have anything else in the fridge. You have a glass of milk, and you remember like, wow, this is good. No, this I, is good stuff. For me, I get a tall glass of that sweet cow juice, and I sip it down cool, and then I say, <laughs> what am I doing? This is going to make me shit my brains out later. <laughs> I uh, open the fridge and look at the milk and think, well, surely I didn't buy that in a reasonable amount of time from now. And I always assume milk is bad. God, you think, damn, you passed Travis. Why couldn't you have enjoyed this sweet milk? Yes. Why did you forget about milk until this moment? Got a message here from Matt. You know what my favorite thing about milk is? When people call it moo juice and they're trying to be cool. Like, you're already talking about milk. You can't be cool. There's nothing cool to say about milk. Well, round robin it. Round robin it. We can find it. Start with whoever just feels the spirit move them. And we each get one. Another name for milk. Uh, tit liquid. <laughs> okay. Wait, can I change it to tit squeezins? No. <laughs> Sorry, that is better, but I'm afraid that you submitted Fuck. tit liquid. Hi, everybody, I'm tit liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Running for Republican primary. <laughs> uh, my name is tit liquid. I, listen, friends, I've had a lot of great hits over the years. <laughs> you remember them, you probably sing them to your baby at night as they go off to sleep. A lot of... Hi, a lot I'm of tit- I'm Tit Liquid. Do you like clicking on things? Sure, we all do. Hey, I'm Tit Liquid. Liquid. You know, that RV of yours is looking pretty broken down. Why don't you bring it on in to Tit Liquid's RV repair? Hey, baby, I'll tell you what. Tit Liquid will just sing right in the tailpipe. That thing begins. (laughs) When you want molasses-based candies, where do you turn to? Well, you go to your friend Tit Liquid. Tit Liquid has the best molasses and sassafras and whorehound-based candies uh, this side of the Mississippi. Come on down. Sorry about everything. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> when you need an assassin to take out a loved one, you need absolute confidentiality. Who you turn to? Well, there's one name in the phone book if you look under professional assassins, and that one name's Tit Liquid. You'll know me by my sinister calling card, which is I put a little piece of whorehound candy over each of their eyeballs so they can have something to suck on while they cross the river sticks. It's me, Tit Liquid, and I'll kill your wife. Please remember that if you do ask me, Tit Liquid, to kill your wife and you change your mind, I am unstoppable and unreachable. <laughs> I am I am the Japanese bullet train of uh, assassins. There is no impediment that you can put in front of me that will keep me from my dark goals. I'm Tit Liquid. <laughs> I'm and Tit will- Liquid. I'll do it for free. Come on. <laughs> I just need to quiet the darkness within. <laughs> Anything to feel of one emotion, no matter how fleeting. <laughs> Tit liquid. This world is beating me The eternal me down. life that Tit liquid has suffered is too much for me to bear without the joy of killing. I just need something to get me through this eternal bleak existence. As the world's only living vampire, I, Tit liquid, crave death, <laughs> but I can only visit it on others, and I cannot experience the sweet release of that myself. So if you want a vampire to kill your wife or maybe just sexually tempt her in a way that she's become accustomed to from hit series, such as True Blood and Forever Night, then Tit Liquid is your man. Just be careful. Though, down on I-95. Come on down on I-95. Only problem is when I turn into a, a mist or fog or any kind of spectral form, well, I'll be damned if I don't drop all my around. Candy right there on the floor passes right through. <laughs> I'm Tit Liquid. And I approve this message. 
got a message. Yeah, one from- more message for Matt. <laughs> Good, yeah, <laughs> from Cody and Lee. And they say, so I bet you thought you weren't getting anything. We weren't going to get you anything for your birthday. Surprise. We spent 100 George Washingtons to get these chuckleheads to tell the literally billions of people listening how awesome you are. Thanks for introducing us to MBMBAM on that Rushmore trip. And enjoy listening to Justin pronounce. Oh, I'm going to let Justin do it. Kapakistans. Nope. One more time. <laughs> Kapakistans. Okay. Do you mean capacitance? Capacitance. <laughs> Are you hey, still I'm, doing your tit liquid? Okay. <laughs> My name is Tit Liquid. If you and your wife have mastered the art of tango and uh, other forbidden dances, why not turn to capacitance? It's uh, the latest craze from the Middle East, and it is just burning up the dance floors here in Alpaca. Have you guys tried hummus? Hi, it's me, Tit Liquid. <laughs> The finest purveyor of hummus this side of the Mississippi. It's just some sort of crazy kind of bean gravy. <laughs> As your tzatziki sauce losses its Zeke, as your <laughs> turn to me, tit liquid purveyor of fine exotic sauces. I can't make tits nor ass of this weird exotic goo, but I'll be damned if I don't like eating it on my food. <laughs> Sometimes in my, in my weaker moments, I'll dip a hot dog bun right in there. Just eat it clean off. I don't care. Tit liquid. <laughs> can we stop the episode now? Is this, this is it? Can we? Can this be a forty minute installment <laughs> about tit liquid? Oh, Are your kids having problems with math? Hi, liquid. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 700 on my SATs, just the math section. Did okay on the English, too, but that's not what this commercial's about. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Tit Liquid. Are you still afraid of dogs? <laughs> you see what I can do about that? I got two real crazy ones here. Hey, it's Tit Liquid. I talked to Deborah. She forgave you. So we're all cool here. Uh, you guys don't have to be awkward around each other anymore. Thanks so much. Try the hummus. <laughs> Are you in need of professional-looking headshots for your toddler performer to make her make it on the Great White Way? Well, turn to Tit Liquid. I'm the world's leading uh, purveyor of children photography, specifically for performers trying to make it on the Great White Way. You want the next Matilda? You turn to Tit. <laughs> I'm also a, an amateur ghost hunter. Uh, I will do it for free to maintain my amateur status. I tell you what's I tell you what's a bummer, guys. The name of this episode is obviously going to be Tit Liquid, and people are going to see that and go, mm, "I think I'm going to skip this one because <laughs> they're, they're not going to know. They're right. not going to know what know. we've done. This they're beloved, gonna... beloved character, right? And then we're going to have Tit Liquid shirts. Universal spokesman Tit Liquid. We're going to have Tit Liquid shirts out there, and people are going to be like, "I don't remember that." God, I I should probably just stop listening to that show. We got to title it like Tit Liquid. No, but really, listen to this one. <laughs> no, this is an okay one. This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Uh, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Of course. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Game Recognized Game, Rachel Sperling. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Nicolina, who asks... How to forget a major spoiler. Mm. I just waited five years of my life just to know who A is. 
But mm. no, I had to learn it from Facebook. And just now I saw a spoiler of Prison Break, and I'm just at season two. A major spoiler. I need to forget it. I am going crazy. Clearly. That is, of course, referencing Pretty Little Liars. And I sure, only know that course. because I also got that shit spoiler for me on Facebook, which I appreciate it. I'm never going to watch Pretty Little Liars, but it's nice to possess information in case there's like a pub quiz or something. Pretty Little Pub Quiz. Now, the one thing you have to know about Pretty Little Liars is that there were some spoilers circulating, uh, but they ended up being fake. They were BS. Like, oh, they were, shit. They were like half true. I know. I know. There, it, so it was kind of a hoax. So, uh, you can keep telling yourself that and see if you're right. Obviously, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, that was a, sci- a sci-fi movie, a sci-fi thriller. You I can't... thought it was more of a romantic comedy myself. Well, it, how can you forget, if you see, uh, you're flipping through Facebook and you say Pretty Little Liars, it, the A is, has been Craig this whole time. Ah, no! If you just look at like eight other things really quickly, Will it push it out of your short This is what I'm saying. You can't remove it. So what you have to do is dilute it. You need to just begin consuming information at a voracious, unsustainable rate. Yeah. Pretty little liar-centric information? No. No, you got to get away from that. Get away from that. I'm I'm saying as far away from that. Like, go pick up a Big John's bathroom reader and just start slamming it. Just start cramming it like uh, you're almost to a point where like you're not even like taking it in consciously anymore like, like you've got a mm-hmm. test on big john's bathroom reader in a half hour and you gotta cram it right now so that later when someone's like who is a and pretty little liars and you're just like abraham lincoln had 11 toes and and you can't even remember because you have so much static going on he did have 11 toes Th- by the way that's why he was so honest is that well those two don't seem related and I know mm-hmm. this is one of those things that you're lying about. But are you lying about this? No, I am not. Are you sure? I am definitely lying about this. <laughs> you are the Damn worst. It. You really have me going. Um, how to forget a major sp- like I've heard some we've all heard some stuff. And it's a bummer for me now. We're watching old seasons of Survivor, and I feel like I know all the winners. And I don't even know how. It's just I think I got it through osmosis. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I call it cultural osmosis because there's lots of movies that I've never seen before, but I know exactly what happens in that movie. You know what I mean? Like, I, I only recently watched Terminator 1 for the first time, like, two months ago. But I knew everything that happened in that movie because it's yeah. referenced in everything and talked about on everything. I, I uh, What's the what's the statute of limit? Not to turn the question on its ear, but what's the statute of limitations? Like, can I talk about Lost now in an open and honest way? Well, according well, to the internet, it's like thirty five seconds. Like Game mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, you, Gollum died. Get it out there, quick! Publish it. Get it out there. Get it out there, quick! Every second we spend not writing about how Gollum just died on Game of Thrones is, is we're gonna be last. We're gonna be last. Get it up. Get it up. But seriously, no, no Game of Thrones spoilers. I, I'm, I just started. I'm on episode two. Oh, uh, don't say anything. Well, Gandalf, you know, Gan, you know Gandalf. Yeah, he's my favorite character. Yeah, guess what? What? He's actually uh, a big pile of rocks. Ah, uh, and do you know about Zelda? Yeah, she's. <gasps> 
Gandalf. <laughs> Twist. Are you enjoying the character of Artax, the, the yeah. horse? Well, yeah. sorry, he's going to sink into the swamp of sadness as Atreyu looks on. What? Sorry. What? Jed Stark? Uh-huh. He's actually Ned Stark. <gasps> he's actually alive. You've what? been mishearing his name the entire time. This whole time. <laughs> he's I, well, A. I, I turned on subtitles. He's Ned, A? Ned Stark is A. The big reveal of season six of Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is what ties all other TV shows together. All other mediums together. Mm. Hi, my name is Zelda, and this is... This is my friend Tit Liquid. This is Tit... Hi, I'm Zelda, and this is Bart Simpson. Cowabunga, dude. That's right, Dumbledore. <laughs> Welcome to my Star Wars. Come on inside. We've got a, we've got a real Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Just well, saying shit. Welcome to the Shining Time Station, bitch. <laughs> it's on. Was that the OC meets cross Shining Time Station? I'm Ringo Starr and also George Carlin. No one can decide which of us is more improbable as the conductor of Shining Time Station. And apparently people live inside the jukebox and we didn't think that'd be scarring for children, but Travis still has nightmares about it. No one else is in that jukebox. 17 Candles, <gasps> the movie. The sequel to 16 Candles. Ah, oh, shit, you're right, Trap. One too many candelinos. <laughs> one, one to grow on. One to grow on. It's a sequel. All your favorite characters are still in it, though. Hank from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle's in there. Um, uh, Before we end the show, I wanted to share something with you guys real quick. Um. We've been uh, sleep training our daughter, or trying to get her to sleep better, and Sydney sent me a link to a book on Amazon while I've been here in New York trying to make it on the Great White Way, and it's called The Rabbit Who Wants to Fall Asleep, A New Way of Getting Children to Sleep, and she said, uh, I ordered it, it looks really good, and you should read the reviews. I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like, no, trust me, read all the reviews. So uh, this is a book about, like, uh, you basically read it, and it's supposed to, like, lull your child to sleep with its tempo and words and everything. Um, and the, there is one, one star review on the book, uh, from a Josie who says in all caps, it's just something like hypnotism and hypnotism is just a deep meditation. That is the title of this review. Be careful. It's just something like hypnotism and hypnotism is just a deep meditation. Which is linked to evil spirits, which mm. is Antichrist. Do not put your kids into this Satan's hand, please! Exclamation point. That is their review so of the saying, rabbit who wants to fall asleep, a new way of getting children to fall asleep. So you're saying this book, when you wield it, <laughs> you can be like, hippity hoppity, hippity hoppity, watch the rabbit go. Okay, she's asleep. Steal and take drugs. Steal and take drugs. Katu Barakta Niktos. Steal and D. All that shit, but also steal drugs. Bring them back to daddy. <laughs> Find out where to get the drugs. Daddy does not know where to get them no longer. Agent Baby, I need you to get these drugs. Activate the Manchurian Baby to score me some weed. Uh, folks, we're going to close up shop because J- Justin's hotel on the Great White Way was built before. Uh, electricity and broadband signals, apparently, and I think he's completely gone. Justin, test. Yeah, Probably. I mean, I'm completely here. 
Four, niner, niner, niner. Sewer shark. Uh, so we're going to shut this shit down. Thank you for listening. Um, Justin, see, that's the problem, Justin. I don't know what you do here at the back end. I usually t- get out my 3DS and play Pokemon. Well, I can say that uh, the big announcement, we've talked about it before, we'll make sure nobody misses their chance to see us. Uh, we're performing at the Los Angeles Podcast Festival. Uh, it's our first time there. We're really excited. We're doing both My Brother, My Brother, and Me and The Adventure Zone. It'll be the first ever and possibly only live Adventure Zone, depending on how it goes. And bad. if you'd like to watch it, well, it might go bad. I don't know. But isn't that worth watching? Um, the best thing is, even if you're not going to be in Los Angeles, you can watch it from anywhere in the world. If you go to LAPodfest.com and click on live streaming, you can, for just $20, if you use the coupon code ZONE or BROTHER, you'll get $5 off. It'll only cost you $20. You can watch the whole weekend, and I think it's archived for like a month. And yeah. there's going to be a lot of amazing shows there. Um, and you get to watch them all for just $20. Coupon code zone and brother. Not only does it save you $5, but it supports us as well. And we really appreciate it. And we really need it. We need it bad. We need uh, just bad. Uh, we also have some live shows coming up next calendar week. We're going to be in Portland. Uh, on Friday, we're going to be in Seattle on Saturday. We're going to be in Vancouver on Sunday. Now, Portland, listen up. This is not a test. Portland people, if you're listening to this, um, on Thursday, do we know the exact time? I'm looking right now. Okay. I think it's noon Pacific Standard Time. Well, look that shit up for sure, because I'm not going to screw over our people here. Uh, we're going to open up a few tickets in in Portland. Uh, we're actually going to open up a few more tickets in Seattle and Vancouver as well. Um, but Portland has been sold out for months, and if you live there and are bummed, this will be a chance... This will be a chance to get a ticket. Uh, now, here's the thing. It is noon on Thursday. We've had some issues before of like them going up a couple minutes before, a couple minutes after. We don't have any control of it. So I would say start looking at like 11. And like this this is straight up like I, I don't want to give anybody false hope. This is like golden ticket level um, availability. Uh, there there are not that many. But uh, you, you will have your chance. It's bit.ly forward slash... God, it's been so long since we've had tickets. I don't remember the link. I think it's MBMBA in Portland, isn't it? Yeah, the link is bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Portland. Um, so, so look that up. Are you sure about the time? Yes. Thursday, noon Pacific. Noon, correct. Go but get start checking minutes before. If you live in Seattle or Vancouver, there's still tickets available for you, you guys. Uh, it's bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Seattle and bit.ly forward slash van MBMBAM. Um, uh, we want to say thank you to everybody who's been sending us awesome shit through the P.O. boxes. We got a box of stuff from Stephanie, uh, who got us each like personalized thank Griffin. Got you an awesome like Griffin themed t shirt that you're going to dig. I'll bring that with Yay. me to the live show. Justin, mm-hmm. some, um, some Margaritaville merchandise. Uh, it's excellent. And got me some nail wraps and uh, a nail uh, wrap human door. Um, along with some other really fun stuff that I'll bring and distribute out to, to everybody. If, uh, Juice, have we gotten anything in the... Yeah, I wanted to thank uh, Zoe Kinski, climbed that ladder, sent, sent me some seafoam candy and a horse candy dish, which is just beautiful. Nice. And uh, a company called Amaretti sent some coffee syrups that I've been using nice. to make cocktails. Check out P.O. Box here in Austin. I feel like I'm missing you, the wave. You should, man. It's you awesome. Get a southern, you can be the Southern HQ. I like presents. That way, when presents come for you guys, I can just throw them right in the trash. Or into nice. your mouth, if it's seafoam candy. <laughs> Delicious candy.
if you want to send something to the West Coast HQ, uh, you can send it to P.O. Box 341769, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Or you can send it to the East Coast HQ, which is Justin. P.O. Box 54, 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. Uh, significant value baubles only, please. Um, if you want to message in the money zone, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Uh, be aware there's kind of a, a backup, kind of a queue, as they would say, in the aisles. Um, but, uh, go there and get a message on the show. Uh, and go listen to all the other Max Fun shows. There's new Max Fun shows. If you've been listening to the network for a while, go check them out. There's We Got This, starring Hal Lublin and Mark Gagliardi. Uh, Travis produces a new podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff. And, and if you're a fan of Lynn's, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, friend of the show, He's on the first episode of Can I Pet Your Dog talking about his dog, Toby, and it's wonderful. His dog Lin, is adorable. The news just dropped that uh, our buddy Lynn's doing a new uh, uh, Disney flick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, that- and they're recording the Hamilton album, and yeah. Hamilton is basically the greatest he's, show in He's going places, seen. and he's the best dude. But you guys but. realize we are now going to be one degree away from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Listen, the Lynn, Rock. if you're listening... It is your job to put earbuds into his head and, and play oh, my brother. It's going to be tough. He's a big, strong man. You are going to have to climb him, Shadow the Colossus style. Guys, guys, I just had the best idea. Okay. We need to do an episode specifically. <laughs> It'll start out with us like, no, don't take him out. Dwayne, listen. Dwayne, listen. <laughs> listen, this is a genius idea. This is a show, an episode of My Brother, My Brother, Me, a full hour, specifically targeted at Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his illustrious career and really getting him, like, deep into the show. Yeah, okay? don't panic. It is, maybe don't it'll panic, be, Dwayne. Maybe this it'll, feels uncomfortable. The point will be we get Lynn to plug him in to, to his, his cavernous ears uh, while he's sleeping on set, right? Maybe taking a nap. So maybe we come in soft, like, Dwayne. Dwayne, wake up. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne you're fine. Don't Dwayne. take the headphones off, Dwayne. We live inside you now. Dwayne, we interspaced in you. We got lost because there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to explore, Dwayne. We need you to sneeze, Dwayne. But for- we know you've never sneezed before in your life. We read it on your Wikipedia but first, page. But first, do you like ghost jokes? <laughs> Dwayne, um, we've made an episode just for you. This is going to be great. It's going to be probably our best episode since the Totino's episode ever. Uh, thanks to John Roderick also in the Long Winter's Views for a theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It's a great album. Uh, I saw somebody got recommended that album on Spotify. Keep up the good work, Spotify. You're doing doing it good, but don't stream it. Buy the album. F- forget you, um, Spotify. Buy the album. If you haven't yet, go to our YouTube channel. Just search MBMBAM. Uh, we have lots of like animated shorts and shareable shorts. I'll probably put Tit Liquid on there. It's made me very happy, and I'm probably going to turn that into a That's short. That's a good IP. Let's let's shut her down. Yeah, we're done. Uh, it's finding out who was sent in by Level 9000. Yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yeah, Drew Answers user. He's anonymous. We're going to call him Dwayne. Who asks? Why Shrek is green? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. 
listener supported. Hey everyone, this is Griffin. Real quick, uh, I just have a couple things to mention that we forgot to talk about when we were recording the show this week. Uh, first of all, if you're going to be at the Pacific Northwest shows, the Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver shows, please send in your questions now to mbmbam at maximumfun.org or mbmbam at gmail.com. Uh, we, we definitely need questions for those shows still, so send those emails in and we'll read them on stage. Second thing, a listener named Zach has uh, organized a Mabimbam game jam for us where over the course of two weeks, people are going to be able to make their own games based on bits from the show. It sounds really exciting. It sounds really cool. You can find more information about that at mbmjam.com. So Mabim Jam. That's, that's a really, really good hyperlink. See you next week. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can learn to get grants for education. Learn to ride a llama. Print money the old-fashioned way. Force your dog to stop being so rambunctious. Make a souffle that sets and stays set. Mount the heads of your enemies on spikes. Grind your own corrective lenses using just rock salt and diamonds. For all of this and more, drop us a line. Don't wait. Right now. Jordan, Jesse, go. 123 iTunes Street or wherever you download podcasts.